Real quick, before we start, if you like what you hear and you're not following the podcast, make sure you hit that follow button. It helps the podcast grow, and that means we can change more lives of people just like you. Let's get into today's episode. What is going on, squad? My name is Brian Mark, and I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who want to make more money, change more people's lives, and have more of an impact in the world without spending any money on ads, websites, or even a funnel. Now, I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years, and in the last two years, I've helped over 500 online fitness coaches quit their jobs and take their businesses online. Also, 50 of those students are over 10K each and every single month. Now, thank you so much for being here. Let's get into today's episode. What is going on, my fitness coaches? It is your mentor, B-Mark Fit, coming at you with another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. Today, I am joined by somebody who is an absolute legend. Maverick was one of like the first 50 clients here in PT Domination. I would say he's one of the first 50. Maverick and I worked together for a long time. I would say almost a year. And since then, he's gone on to do some incredible things in his online coaching business. He's at a place right now where he's making about $200,000 a year as an online fitness coach. And I figured that Maverick actually reached out to me and he's like, yo, we should do a podcast together. And I'm like, dude, you're going to tell some of the secrets? So I'm actually not going to do an introduction for Maverick. I'm going to let him do his own introduction. So Mav, for those of the people that don't know who you are, who's Maverick Willett? Where are you from? How many kids do you have? What's your favorite color? Let's give him the lowdown, bro. Yeah, thank you so much, man. First of all, just thank you for having me and, and thank you for all that you do. I mean, the way that you impacted my life and my family's life will never be forgotten. And it's something that I just, you know, like I said, every time I see you, I'm like, What's up, man? That, you know, changed my life forever. Good to see you. Uh, so, I mean, truly one of the most impactful people I've ever met in my life. And I just want to say I appreciate you more than, first and foremost. Bro, you're making you know. me blush at the start of my, this is my podcast. Don't make me blush on my own goddamn podcast, right? People don't realize, those of us like Cole and myself who have invested elsewhere and have been completely let down know how much value you truly bring to the table, how much energy, consistency. You'll never see Brian have a bad day. He's always on no matter what's going on. And it's just, it's an inspirational. It makes me work harder. Even if I don't stop to watch a live you're doing, which I usually stop and shout, give you a shout out. But if, even if I just scroll by it and I see you and you're animated and you're just going like, dang, I'm like, that's what it takes. That's what it takes right there. That's what it takes. I have to do that. So, but yeah, man. So as everyone knows, online fitness coach, I've been full-time for a little over a year and a half now, specializing in women's transformations. More specifically, mothers is kind of my thing now. And that's going to come into focus. I'm going to talk a little more about that later on, why that's important. But, but yeah, I've just been doing that. I'm a former Army Ranger veteran or an online fitness coach. Got a five-month-old son, a beautiful, amazing girlfriend, and life is good, my man. Life is good. Dude, that's awesome. So, yo, when I first met you, you were already on my coaching. So we've been working together for a while, but like you've already, you've already been in on my coach and you've been in the game for a really, really long time. And I know that like, I think one of the things that we wanted to talk about on this podcast was some of the evolutions that you went through in order to become the coach that you are today. Like one that's making, you know, 20,000 plus a month. And so when you first got started, dude, like what were some of the, I guess, like points of resistance or things that you were kind of resisting? Because I think in order to grow, you need to be able to step into certain certain things you need to be able to step into learning and growing and evolving and for you like you weren't really stepping into that evolution at first so like what do you feel like were some of the things if you can think back when we first started you know you're selling you're selling cars at the dealership working on your online business part-time you had some clients here and there like what were some things that you were kind of stuck on or resistant to well, for one thing I had no idea how to convert 
viewers of my content into paying clients. I had no clue. I never asked for anyone's business. I was just, I was thinking, well, if I just post results, people will come to me. And that, you know, obviously isn't the case. You know, I was making like maybe 400 to $600 per month max. And I only had maybe three to four clients at a time at any given time. It was part-time. I was selling cars full-time. And, you know, when I met you, you know, you looked at my following, you looked at what I could do with people. And you said, you know, what would be your goal every month? And I was like, well, you know, if I could just make like 5K a month, I think I'd be pretty set. You know, I think <laughs> I would be good. And you're like, bro, you could average 10K a month. And at that time, that number <laughs> sounded ridiculous to me. I was like, there's no way in hell I could make that much money online coach. I was like, you seriously? You're like, yeah, not only that, you're like, he's like, you probably make that in a couple months. And you probably get you there in a couple months. And I was like, what? I was like, you're like, full of shit. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this guy's crazy. And then, you know, within eight months I'd made six figures and a lot of mindsets had to shift, you know, and you taught me how to, how to do this thing. And it's just been evolution after evolution ever since, man. Okay. So I think the first part was like, I want to know, like if you were making four to $600 a month for like an extended period of time, why did you wait so long to, you know, reach out to somebody? Like, was it you were just comfortable selling cars? Was it like you didn't want to reach out to a mentor? Was it you didn't feel like you needed help? Like, why did you wait so long? Like, if you knew you wanted to make this thing work, like, why'd you wait so long? I was, well, I was miserable selling cars. Let's get that straight. I was absolutely not happy. And I knew I had a talent and I didn't, had no idea how to exploit it. I had no idea how to take my passion and make money. I had no idea of, of anything. I didn't know anything about the online coaching world. I had friends who were doing really well with it and I was just completely unaware. And when, you know, you and I met by chance and when you told me just the income potential, I was like, you know, well, that's more than I would make, you know, selling cars in six, eight months. And, mm -hmm. and that's if I did really, really well. And so I had no knowledge. And then I had some reservations about you know the initial investment and you know after I made that initial investment back in like three weeks I was like all right maybe maybe he's on to something and so yeah it was just you made, you bro, so just for some context you made ten thousand dollars in your first eight weeks yeah yeah and like I actually want to contextualize that as well because I think that most online coaches when they hear this are like yo I'm gonna hire Brian and I'm also gonna make ten thousand dollars in my first week eight weeks but let's add some context how long have you been fucking working out slash competing Maverick Oh, my, I mean, my whole life I've been training. Fitness has been a part of my life, entire life, 15 years at least. 15 years. So a lot of people come into this online coaching space, right? And they, maybe they just started working out three years ago and they've only been posting on Instagram for, you know, a couple of times here and there. And then they expect that they're just going to like make money like Maverick right away, which is like, it's just not the case. Like for you, I think that one of the reasons that you were able to be successful so fast is you like, you had spent so much time building your Instagram account and posting valuable content. And you already had like a loyal fan base. Your problem was that like, all right, I've got this loyal fan base and I have like no idea how to make money from it. So I think that like, it was awesome that we were able to get some results like that. But I also think it's super important for online coaches to understand context because yeah, we did that in eight weeks, but that eight weeks was a result of the fucking 10 years that you did by yourself already. Yeah. People think that when you make a post, someone's going to buy from you from that post. When in reality, people had been warming up to me for two, three years already through my content. They knew I knew my shit. They were in the slow lane, ready to transition to the fast lane. Mm. And I just didn't ask for their business yet. So yes, it's a rolling average of who people you're warming up over time. People warm up at different times. And you're right. I had a group of people who were ready. And then the consistency through time has kept more and more people warming up. Consistency, knowing my avatar, my clients or my potential clients, people who I want to work with and knowing how to speak to that group of people. Can you say what you just said about the rolling average? That was powerful. So you have three groups of people online, okay? I want all of you to know this and keep this in mind when you aren't making a sale every day or every three days, right? You have three groups of people. You have people who I would say are you know, on the sidewalk. You have people who are in the slow lane. You have people who are in 
the fast lane. People on you the guys sidewalk. Guys, even fucking don't... taking notes. This is powerful. I'm listening. People who don't even realize they have a struggle yet, that's sidewalk. Okay. That's people who, you know, we're not even talking to them yet. Those people are, don't even know that we have a solution for their problem. The slow laners are kind of in the middle. They know they have a problem. They're following you. And it just hasn't, you, that light bulb moment hasn't come on yet. They haven't seen a piece of content that you put out that's made them say, holy shit, like this is the person for me. They know me. They understand me. They're speaking to me. I'm ready. I want them. Mm. That's when they go to the fast lane when they're like, I have an issue. This person can solve it. That's who you book a call with. And people, you have to realize that people switch lanes over mm. time through mm. consistent content. Mm. Okay. So let's add some context to that because I love that. So when you're first starting online coaching, everyone's on the sidewalk, right? Yeah. They don't know you. Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Like, so you start making posts on social media and you're like, I'm now an online coach and like, I can help you transform your life. And I've been working out for six years and this is my first ever post that I'm making on Instagram. It's like, that's awesome. But everybody's on the fucking sidewalk. And so people are coming in expecting to get rich fast without understanding that like there's like the sidewalk people, there's the slow lane people and there's the fast lane people. And if like, it's like a rolling average, people switch lanes. Like if I've been posting on Instagram for a year already and I've already been, you know, building up an audience and building up, you know, that fan base, then when I start asking people to work with me, like I've got some people that are in the fast lane, some people that are in the slow lane, I've got some people that are in the sidewalk and like, I'm going to be able to sign some clients because I've got a lot of clients in the fast lane, right? Exactly. And if you don't close a call, you have to look at it as that person wasn't yet ready. I wasn't relevant enough yet to that person. And later they're going to commit to me but right now wasn't the time. You don't want to book calls with sidewalkers, just like you don't want to, you know, if you have someone in the fast lane, you don't direct them to your ebook. You have someone in the fast lane, you book a call with them. So the way you market depends on where people are at in their journey. And you market the majority of your content to the slow laners, people who are aware they have an issue, but are not sure who they want to trust solving that issue for them. Fuck, bro, we're dropping some nuggets. I told you, man, this is going to be flames. Yeah, we're dropping some nuggets. All right. So Okay, now I want to talk about six, like not only getting to 10K, but staying there because, well, you're at 20K. So we'll talk to 20, 10 or 20K. So one of the first problems that we ran into as a, you know, I was a coach or a client is you had a lot of drop-offs. So at first, right? And, you know, I know I told you, I'm like, make sure you build your Facebook group. Make sure you build your Facebook group. That's how you're going to keep your clients engaged. But we did it because I think that like when you're first starting as an online coach, once you start to see success, and it's like, it starts to roll in. You're like, I can do this shit. Like, I'm going to do this my way. That's usually what online coaches do, right? Like they see a little bit of success and they're like, okay, now I got it. I'm going to do it my way. I see that actually frequently in my coaching program, by the way. So this is a little fucking kick in the ass to my clients. My clients will usually sign one or two or three clients and then they won't study the units. And then they'll message me two weeks later and they'd be like, bro, like I haven't been signing any clients. I'm like, great. What video are they on? And they're like, well, I haven't watched any since I signed clients. Well, I'm like, well, go watch some fucking videos. But one of the first problems that we ran into was you dropping, you know, you had clients dropping off. Can you talk about like what that felt like to sign like 10K and then all of a sudden like next month you were at like six and you're like, bro, what the fuck is going on? Absolutely. And this is crucial. So everybody listen the fuck up. If you have great content, everything that we just talked about to make people convert to the fast lane and then initially book a call with you and be a client, that gets them as a client. What keeps them is the community that you have. What keeps them is the accountability that you provide them, the service you provide. And if you don't focus on the value you're giving and creating a tribe of people who are like-minded, they will not have a reason to stay. Guys, if so, you're taking notes, I want you to write this down. Content gets them, community keeps them. I have people who have now been with me for almost two years and they stay 
because they're active members of the community that I have created. The vision that I created where people are all like-minded, pursuing the same goals, making each other feel good. They know how to count their macros. They don't need me for that anymore. They stay because of the weekly challenges that I do. They stay to rejoice in each other's successes. It makes them feel good. They succeed faster because they're a part of a group of like-minded individuals that have the same goal. If you don't have that for people, why are they going to stay with you? Because they're going to learn the nutrition, the training. They're going to get a handle on that pretty quick. How do you keep giving them value? And it's like that old saying, if you're in a room with five geniuses, you're going to be the sixth. If you're in a room with five morons, you're probably going to be the sixth. You become who you surround yourself with the most. And that's what that Facebook group is a part of. They feel a part of something. People have to feel a part of something and identify with something to stick with something long-term. Bro, I love that quote. I've never heard that in my life. Like <laughs> I've heard that you're the average of the five closest friends, but never in a room of five geniuses, you're the sixth. And if you're in a room of five more on it's true that's the best that's the quote of the day that's the quote of the day if you're gonna so leave your beach body school. group and come to my group where you're gonna be the fifth genius not the sixth moron <laughs> that's the fucking best shit i heard all day that's amazing okay so when you first started your group let's talk about your facebook group when you didn't have it your clients were like they would come in and then they leave come in then they leave right because there was no community content gets them community keeps them mm -hmm. when you first started your community what were some of the struggles that you had because I know it wasn't fucking popping right away. Well, you know, I had to, well, I mean, it's like, believe me, all this has not happened overnight for me. These were realizations that I had over time. And my goal, my biggest goal with this is to make you all watching, make these decisions way quicker than I did so that you can find success quicker than I did. Because mm. the only reason I am not making a million dollars yet is because I was resistant to some of these things initially. If I had implemented sooner, I'd be a lot further along in my journey. Mm. But you're always where exactly where you're supposed to be. But that being said, if, if I think that was Buddha. Anything, was that Buddha? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so initially you're gonna have some take some time starting it off. You're gonna have to figure out what do I want this group to be about? You know, what is my brand? That's when you start thinking about brand. That's when you start thinking about movement family. Like what is this about? And then you wanna have some things in place to keep them engaged in the group. So I do weekly challenges. I give away, you know, anybody who wins my weekly challenge, they win a, an Amazon gift card. How do we make this challenge enticing? Well, you know, we give the reward. We also want them all to do it. And how do we make it benefit us? So what I have them do is I say, you know, hey, this week's the weekly water chug challenge. Post a picture of you chugging water in the Facebook group and post it on Instagram and tag me so I can repost it. Now you're getting free advertisement from all those clients posting you, you reposting it. People have come to me based on the fact they say, you know what, you post your clients and no one else does. And I appreciate that. I want to be a part of that shit. And that makes people commit to your community. And further along, a recent thing that actually Sophie came up with that was an amazing idea. Sophie's say, a genius. Hey. Sophie is a genius. I agree. She's way smarter than I am. Um, <laughs> she's the brains. She is brains of this operation for sure. But one of the things that she suggested was, hey, tell your clients if they invite, you know, for every friend they invite, they get like $10 off their program next month to a max of $100, right? So that guarantees everybody's going to try to get 10 people in the group and be a little specific and say, make sure they're people who you think would benefit from my services, not just any Jack or Jill. <laughs> that is fire. That is fucking fire. Dude, I'm just saying. I can't believe you just so, gave it away for free. Holy fuck. That is fire. I know, I know. Sophie's probably mad at me for giving away that little bit of flame. But, but I honestly, yeah, it's I, funny. I, There's a bunch of people that tune into these podcasts, but I bet three people implement it. Because guys, I love every single one of you guys that tune in, but information and insight is important. Action is fucking more important. So I dare you to prove me wrong and do it because you will get value. But yeah, it's just human nature. That's funny. Okay, so now your Facebook group is fucking popping. How many active clients are you at right now? Active clients right now, I'm at around, I would I think 80 right now. And that's only because we are scaling so that we can take on twice that. 
I would have a lot more if it weren't for that holding us up. But that's, you know, whenever you scale, you reach a barrier, you got to implement things and you can blast through it. So that's kind of where we're at right now. So basically what you're saying is you are at 80, you could be at more, but there's like a bottleneck and you're working on like re releasing that bottleneck so you can like open the tap again. Yeah. Cool. And um, I mean, for me, that's going to be auto lead gen. It's going to be ads, but you know, that you have to have organic. You have to nail and master organic before you can even think about that shit. So we can talk about that later on, but yeah, no, we're here now. Let's talk about it because I know that when me and you work together, dude, I'm a huge believer in organic and I want to talk about why I'm a believer in organic because I've worked with three or four different ads managers. There was one ads manager that I spent over $48,000 on and I made back maybe 30 because you know, you get a lot of leads, but a lot of them are shit and like people don't want to commit. To it. And it's just like, there's just so many different factors that go into it. There's a lot of testing that's involved and you don't really make a lot of money right away. And it's just like, it's very unreliable and very unpredictable. And that's, it's not only that I was talking about this. This is very fucking important for those of you guys that are considering doing Facebook ads. This is in general. A lot of people are very good sales and marketers and they're not actually practitioners. And so there's a lot of Facebook ads managers that are very good at selling you their 12 week Facebook ad shit or $5,000 a month or whatever it is. And then you know, marketing it to you, but then actually being a practitioner of the thing that they just sold you is a completely different thing. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Here's the thing. They don't know your business and they don't know how to develop a relationship with people who will eventually know, like, and trust you. Only you know that I've done the same. I've hired people to manage my ads and I was getting people who were, didn't even speak English as leads. <laughs> you have to, in my opinion, just based on my experience now, and we have a really good ad strategy that we're going to go with that builds intimacy. I'm not going to give away that fire, but <laughs> you, everybody's going to give away that fire. Like, yo, I heard you have Mark's podcast. <laughs> That's a secret sauce. But anyway, you know, I, I agree. And the thing is too, like, if you don't build the organic first, you don't have the intimacy yet to profit with ads because you have to have that light bulb come on with people. And the only way you can do that is to know who you're speaking to. I think a lot of people jump into ads before they've even narrowed down their avatar. And then if you try to market to everyone in the country, good luck, you know, resonating with anybody, you're going to resonate with maybe one Joe Schmo and that's it. Whereas if you're narrowed down, now you're selectively concentrating your efforts on one group that you know how to speak to and gain their business. Yeah. And yo, I want to talk about organic versus ads because guys, I do believe in ads. I'm not saying I don't. However, I think that a new online coach getting started, most of them try to jump to ads because they want to skip the fucking work. And it's just like a fat yeah, loss. Doesn't I work. He's into a supplement store and it's like, hey, do you have like that fat loss pill that's going to help me lose 50 pounds? It's like, no, you actually have to fucking go to the gym, eat on a healthy nutrition plan, and you've got to get consistent with your water intake. And in your business, it's like, you've got to learn how to create valuable content. You've got to show up fucking consistently. You've got to get better on video. Like these are all necessary skills that are essential in building your online business. And my biggest thing in terms of online coaches getting started with organic and not going to ads first is, yo, if you can't sell to John that you went to high school with an online fitness program, what makes you think you're going to sell like John who doesn't fucking know you off of Facebook that knows that you're trying to sell him shit, right? On top of that, if you wouldn't sell your program to a family member, you need to really think about what you're doing. You should be confident enough in what you're doing that you would sell it to a family member because you know it can change your life. If you're uncomfortable doing that, you need to go back to the drawing board and look at if you believe in what you're doing. And yes, I believe you have no business even delving in paid ads until you're at a very certain income point with organic. And I just think it's possible. Like if, like, man, we've had 74 students break $10,000 a month organically 70 mm -hmm. fucking four we've coached 600 so out of 600 people over 15 percent of those people have hit ten thousand dollars a month like that's like those are high enough numbers to know that like this shit is fucking possible and it's not unrealistic absolutely and i still haven't 
even like implemented the ads yet. I'm still organic. I haven't to this day, I have not gotten a single client from a paid ad yet. You know, we could, like you said, you have to do testing, you have to get an audience and everything else, but it's absolutely possible. And it's not only possible, you don't have to have a big following to do it. Mm, so good. I love it so much. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. And I'm just going to briefly touch on that, but then we're going to move on to the kind of like next topic. One of my clients, Amy Webb has 1400 Instagram followers and she's making $40,000 a month. So I'm just going to let Amy's a beast. Bro, <laughs> shit's crazy. I just yeah. talked to her the other day, asking her some stuff. She's great. Yeah. Her and Brett, they've got a system for sure. Family system. That's what we're about to have. <laughs> the family system? Yeah. I mean, two heads are better than one. I mean, you got both of them working on stuff and you get two views at things and the IP address thing with the VAs, but you know that now it's like two of me from the same IP address. So that's a benefit as well. I also think that it's funny that we're talking about Brett and Amy and this is a brief side ramble, but for some context, for those of you guys that don't know who Brett and Amy were, uh, Brett and Amy, they run a company called Phoenix Fitness. They, when they started my program, they were at 17K a month. Now they're at like 40 to 50 every single month. But Brett was the face of the business, man, for like ever, forever. Mm -hmm. And then starting seven months ago, Amy kind of stepped up and she started being the face of the business as well. And since Amy stepped up and became the face of the business, they went from, you know, 17K to like 40 to 50. You know how many people messaged me when I changed, when I put Sophie in the logo? Like they were like, oh my God, about time, finally. Oh, this is much better. I'm like, should I even be in the logo anymore? Should I put just her in Denver in the logo? Like, I don't even know. Like, because everybody was like, oh, I love it. It's so much better. I'm like, what do you mean? I thought it was okay before. <laughs> You're trying to focus yourself and everyone's like, I don't give a fuck. We get it. You're jacked, right? <laughs> I speak to women. I speak to mothers. Yeah. Nobody wants to look like me in my avatar. So why would I have just a logo of me in it when I could have, you know, my beautiful girlfriend who's a picture of health and beauty as well? I mean, this made sense. It's more appealing to a female demographic. Can we just talk? about the fact that you're giving like side-handed compliments to Sophie while we're on this podcast. You're gonna... <laughs> <laughs> she's like sitting right there and she's like, she's beautiful, talented, smart, amazing. She is. She's everything. Like I said, way smarter than I am. That's fucking awesome. You're getting some kisses off for this podcast. That's for sure. I hope so. At least some belly rub, <laughs> something. <laughs> hey, bro, let's give these, let's give the people some value. All right. So hopefully you guys have enjoyed the conversation so far. We're actually going to get into some practicality. So Maverick, you're making twenty to $25,000 a month. I want to know, coming from your perspective, what do you think are, you've got the five secrets to making $200,000 a year as an online fitness coach. And there's a lot of online fitness coaches that are listening to this right now that would like die to make $200,000 a year. So from somebody who's actually currently doing it right now, what's your first key to making $200,000 a year? First key, know who the hell you're talking to. Know who you want to help and know how to speak to that person. Know what they struggle with and know how you can tell them how your program will help them solve that struggle. And my mistake starting out was I was like, trying to target everyone. I was trying to target men and women. And I was like, I don't want to close myself off to male clients because they automatically come to me based on the way I look and they resonate with me without me even having to sell. But here's the thing. I don't like working with male clients. In my experience, they're a headache. They don't, you know, for every one good one I get, I get four that are not good and drain my energy, drain my creative energy that I could be spending on content and other great clients. So I had to make that decision. Okay, 
I'm only going to speak to women now in my content. That's who I love working with. That's who's coachable. That's who gets results. And so I had to figure out what do women struggle with? You know, as a man, I'll never truly understand that. But I did research. I asked my clients. I said, you know, okay, so you're a female. What made you trust me in the beginning? Okay, what's something that you, what's a big struggle you faced? Boom, free content. There you go. They're telling you what they struggle with, why they trust you over other female coaches. They're telling you how you solve your issues. That's how you frame your sales calls. That's how you frame your content. But I had to work to get that knowledge. I had to decide who I wanted to work with. And by targeting everyone, you resonate with hardly anyone. Mm. By targeting a small group, you resonate more effectively with that group. Your goal shouldn't be to charge less and target a big group. Your goal should be to target a small group and charge more because you will be able to charge more because you'll be able to work with them more effectively. You can't make, in my opinion, a very, very effective program that works for everyone. You can make a very, very effective program that helps a select group with a select group of struggles and be able to market your content easier. Now I don't have to think about content. Before I had to think, okay, how do I make this piece appeal to everyone in the world? Mm. That's hard. But when I think, how do I make a piece about how do I appeal to women and their struggles? Now I know exactly what to say. Now I have a very, a much smaller list of things to talk about. And when you get effective at resonating with a select group, you get good at it and you'll warm them up over time a lot faster. My question, and I know that this is immediately going to come up in the minds of every single coach listening to this is like, all right, so I want to work with just women. And you know, I've only got a 1000 Facebook friends. And I want to work with just women, just moms that are trying to lose weight as an example. Like, how do I not run out of leads? Like, how do I make sure that I always have leads? You got to add people who fit your target demographic. You have to find out how you can get followers that resonate with your, like that or fit that profile. I mean, you have to do organic lead gen. You got to go to, you know, Susan's profile with three kids and like a couple of her pictures and say, Hey, love what you're doing. Whatever it is, you know, whatever, get their attention, get them to your program, get referrals from other clients, get them to share your posts. That's what organic lead gen is all about. That's what organic growth is all about. The thing is, when people get results, they tend to talk about it. Once you get results, get testimonials, post those everywhere. Use hashtags that fit your, I mean, hashtags are less effective now, but you, they still work for people searching. So you use hashtags that are relevant to the people that you're helping. You know, for me, it's like postpartum weight loss. It's boy mom, hashtag boy mom. Whenever we use hashtags like that, people search those hashtags and find my posts. Now I've got a follower. I actually think that's super important. And I love that dude, because you're right. It is a hustle. Like, and when you decide who you want your avatar to be, and then you're going out and you're generating those leads, when those people come to your profile, they see that your content speaks directly to them. And that's why it works. Whereas a lot yes. of people, they don't do that. And they have content that speaks to everybody. And then they're going out and lead genning. But it's like, if you're just going out and lead genning, but you don't have content that speaks specifically to somebody, it's like really hard to actually make sure that that content's going to work. You know what I mean? What do they do when they get to your profile? It's like, cool, you got them here. But then they see that it's just me pictures of myself all jacked. They don't want to work with me. Mm. I have to have results with my current clients. I have to have content that speaks to them. That's why if you go to my profile, it's not just your typical mirror selfie flexing like stuff. That's what it used to be. Yeah. But then I figured this shit out and I was like, that's not what people want to see. They want to come and see that I can help them with their struggle. They want to come and see a light bulb come on. I have to put out content that says, holy shit, I didn't think about that. That makes sense. I make people realize they have struggles they didn't even know they had just that, with a that, quote. Yeah, that's awesome. And dude, again, I'm going to talk about that for like just one more time is like Maverick knows who he's working with. His creates his content specifically for those people. And then when he's generating leads, he's finding those people, bringing them to his page. And when those people come to his page, they're reading content that's directed to them. And as up. a result, as a result, you enjoy your work so much more now, instead of having a hundred, I would rather have 50 clients who are amazing clients who are coachable, get results. We have that reciprocal energy, then have 200 clients and 150 of them are giving me a 
freaking headache every check-in day. They're, they're missing check-ins. Mm -hmm. They're resistant to my coaching. They're not paying on time. Whatever the issues arise, that drains your energy. You're mm -hmm. going to be far less effective. You only have a finite amount of creative energy. Yep. So if you're not working with people who you love to work with, you're going to spend all that energy on them and you won't have any left to do what's getting you leads in the first place, which is that creative content. So good. I'm so grateful. I love it. So number one is know who the fuck you're talking to. Oh, I said, you You said hell, actually. I said, uh, uh. So that's number one. What's Maverick's second secret to making $200,000 a year as an online fitness coach? Omnipresence. I mean, if you just rely on one platform to get you leads, you're going to have a finite amount of leads. I mean, you will have, you know, as long as you're consistent, you'll have a little bit, you're limiting your income potential mm -hmm. if you're just on one platform. So I don't care if you don't have a Facebook, start one. You have to start one and over time, people will warm up. People warm mm -hmm. up. It doesn't happen overnight. But if I think at minimum, everyone should be on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. 100%. There's no reason not to be. In addition to that, like we do emails now. Email marketing is not fun. It's not, you're not going to convert someone overnight, but you're in their inbox and you're in their face on one more thing. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you want to be in your ideal client's face as much as possible. And people mm -hmm. use different platforms. Some people don't have certain platforms. So the person that have Instagram doesn't matter. You hit them on Facebook. The person that didn't have either, but has LinkedIn, you just hit them on LinkedIn. You're everywhere. And the person that has all three seen you three times a fucking day and you're going to stick in their mind. Mm -hmm. So it's so important to be omnipresent. I think that's so important. And you know, I wasn't active on Facebook with my stuff when I started with you. I, I only yeah. used Instagram. And since switching to Facebook, now I have people coming from both. And then once I get LinkedIn crushing, it's now I'm going to have that. And, and LinkedIn is going to have qualified leads every single time. It'll be less, mm -hmm. probably less leads, but they'll all be able to afford what I do. So now I've got three different platforms. You, you kind of cater your content for each, but being everywhere means, you know, much more leads over time. I completely agree. And I think that the biggest piece of overwhelm or frustration that a lot of clients get, they're like, oh man, like, I don't know how to use LinkedIn. Yo, neither fucking did I. I started my LinkedIn account, I think it was like eight months ago. I started listening to Gary Vee going hard. And then I was like, yo, I'm just going to start LinkedIn. I'm going to start posting. And for the first three months, I got zero people liking my photos. <laughs> I was like yeah. posting to an audience of zero. But now I'll make a post on LinkedIn that'll get like, you know, 30 to 50 likes on my post. And that just took time. Like it just took time for me to build that. And another thing I'm just going to talk about with omnipresence is you can literally post the exact same post on all three platforms. Yeah. And not only that, here's the thing. It's funny how ironic this is because we tell our clients as online fitness coaches, Hey, you have to be patient. You have to be patient. It's not, it doesn't happen overnight. And yet we have that same mindset sometimes with, Oh, I just made a post on LinkedIn. I didn't get anybody paying me yet. Like that's super unrealistic. Like mm -hmm. the posts you are making now are going to be making you thousands of dollars, six to eight months from now. Mm -hmm. People don't warm up to you overnight. Who are you? They have no reason to trust you with their health yet. But mm -hmm. when they see you every day for eight months, they're like, this guy knows what the fuck he's doing, obviously. Mm -hmm. And I'm still struggling eight months later. So I'm going to go ahead and commit now. And then use the features of each platform as well. You know, not just post, make a post on Instagram, repurpose it to Facebook, repurpose it to a LinkedIn article. Then guess what? Go live on each one at the same time. Get an iPad. I mean, on my iPad right now, I got my phone right next to me. Now I can go live on both at once. Mm -hmm. Repurpose that video to an email list or repurpose it to a landing page or repurpose it to a video for your clients. Take the sound off of it, repurpose it to a podcast. Like there's so much stuff you can do with one piece of content. If yeah. I record one video, one live, guess what? You can save that from Facebook. You can share that live with another group. You can repurpose that live as a video to your current clients. If you do one on mindset, it's like, hey, if a client asks you about mindset, you redirect them to your Vimeo video. Hey, here's a live I did on mindset. That's what I do. And it helps answer a lot of questions. You have to think about like how these things can serve you in different ways. But, but yeah, I completely 
interesting posts. Yeah, I do. I love that. And I'm even going to touch on that. Like right now we're recording a podcast. This is going up on the change lives, make money online trainer podcast app. We're also doing a live on Facebook and Instagram. And then when I'm done with this video, like once it's all finished, I'm going to clip little parts of it and I'm going to use it as Instagram reels. I'm also going to use it for TikTok. And so one piece of content, and it's just using that piece of content in multiple different facets. And it's, it's like, that is omnipresence. And it's like, and the best part about that map is like, I might make a post on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, and they might be the same post, but all it takes is for one person on LinkedIn to see that post that day and be like, I want to sign with Brian. And if I just posted that on Instagram and Facebook, like I wouldn't have met that new client. And if we compound that effect over time, over the course of like one, two, three years, like that's the difference between you making $5,000 a month and $10,000 a month, right? It's compound interest. Yes, exactly. And also it builds your library of content. When people go to my Instagram, they don't just make one swipe and they're at the end. Like, well, okay. I read three good posts. There's like hundreds of posts there mm -hmm. with crazy value. Mm -hmm. So they'll spend a lot of time going to my profile, revisiting my profile, confirming things. You know how many arguments have been settled with my content? It's like, oh yeah, well look at this guy. He said this about gut health. He said broccoli's bad. We've been eating broccoli. I told you. Like I've said, I, people use my content for stuff. Like, they tell me this. So like it builds your library of content mm -hmm. so that people can, you know, see that you've been at this for a while. You're consistent and that builds confidence with them to invest in you. So good. I love it. So know who the hell you're talking to. Number two is omnipresence. What's number three? So social proof. So like, if you go to my Instagram right now, I have a whole left column that's before and afters, right? And it took me time to accumulate that. But as soon as you get results, plaster them everywhere because th that people have to know what you're doing works. It's one thing for me to tell you. It's another thing for me to show you. And then when you get mm -hmm. a testimonial, someone else can tell you and show you. But when you're getting these results, plaster them consistently because not everyone looks at their Instagram story every day. And mm -hmm. I used to kind of overdo this to where my story little things at the top of Instagram look like Braille because there were so many stories. And I think <laughs> it really hurt me in the algorithms. Like this guy's spamming everything. But you have to have that proof. I mean, it's just, it's just pure proof that your product works. And so spam it everywhere. So if you go to my Instagram now, I have a whole column yeah. before and afters that I update every third day. And then I have a highlight that has all my results. I have them in my story every day. They're on Facebook. They're on LinkedIn with a link to look at all of them. I mean, they're everywhere. So people can look at you and say, okay, well, there's someone who got results. And now they say, okay, there's someone who got results with someone like me. Mm. I have all different shapes and sizes of results. So it, it builds validity. And this is why social proof is necessary because it sells without selling. That's what, number one. But the second reason social proof is necessary on my coaches is this. If I'm Janika and I need to lose 20 pounds and I go to Maverick's Instagram and I can see Maverick worked with a client that has a very similar body as me, very similar goals, very similar age. And on that page, that client has lost 20 pounds. And I look at the after that Maverick's produced on that page and I want that in my head, I'm going to want to work with Maverick because he's worked with a client that has gotten the result that I want. And so when you're posting social proof and you're posting it as much as you possibly can, if somebody's currently struggling with one of your clients used to struggle with and you can post a picture and also tell the story that that client went through. If like I'm Janika and I read that and I'm like, oh my God, that story sounds like that before sounds like me and I want that after, like that's gonna sell without selling. And so I think the reason that a lot of people don't post social proof is because it doesn't get a lot of engagement, but online coaches, this is what you need to know. Social proof will get you the least amount of engagement, but it will get you the most amount of clients. 100%. I have 50,000 followers and my before after pictures get like 50 likes. Guess what? That's 50 people who are probably gonna be a client at some point. Mm -hmm. That's likely 50 leads. So it doesn't matter. And the people who look at it are seeing it. it doesn't matter. Like engagement means nothing when it comes to those results. Like I discouraged me at first. I was like, oh, no, no one is liking this, but the more quality likes. <laughs> so oh, Sophie's laughing at me. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, she was there. She heard me say that. Like, oh man. <laughs> but yeah. So, and not only that, I work with women. Now I don't even post before afters of men because that's not going to do dick for me to get new client. People need to know I can get results with women because if yeah. a woman just looks at me and I say, I'm going to help you reach your goals. She's like, I don't want to fucking look like that. That's what she's going <laughs> to tell me. But if I have a whole column of pictures of other women who I have helped get results, they're like, okay, maybe he does know how to help me. I'm also going to side note this and say the same concept applies to your value content. Like if Maverick's working with women and he's posting his fucking chest workout on his Instagram, do you think that's valuable for his Instagram? No, but it seems like common sense now that we're talking about it. But a lot of trainers do that. Like yeah, a lot of trainers I, I, will post, like, they're like, I work with women that, and I help them get their baby body back. And then I look, look, look at their story and they're posting their chest work. And I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah, that's a thing. And we'll talk about that more. I mean, what is your unfair advantage? What puts you ahead of everyone else in the fitness market? Because guess how many online coaches there are? Millions. And guess how many of them, you know, are pretty good at marking? Millions. So what is your unfair advantage? That's why you have to be specific in your bio. You know, if you just say, I help people get results. What the fuck does that mean? Do you help people get results with their income taxes? Do you help people get results with, with like, what do you do? I need to know. So if you look at mine, and I'm not even as specific as I want to be yet. I keep refining mine, but I say, I help women transform their bodies and evolve. I can't remember what all it says, but it, to be their best self. And then I put, you know, gut health and I put hormones because those are two things that I'm really, I am really good and confident at. So, and that's people that those are struggles that women have. So you have to think about what is it that you are good at and how do you specify that? And again, the fear is always going to be, well, now I'm not going to get any male clients. Guess what? Males still come to me nonstop. Yeah. Didn't do anything. Yeah. And now I'm going to resonate more effectively with who I want to work with. Mm. So good. I love it so much. This is so much value, bro. So much value. Okay. So we've got know who you're talking to. We've got omnipresence. We've got social proof. What is key number four to making $200,000 a year as an online coach? Key number four would be, I got to look and get and see what I told you. Regimen, personal care. Personal right. care. Can you elaborate yeah, on that? Because that sounds very hippie. Yeah. yeah, no, it does. It's not. It's a little bit. So regimen is something that is for any entrepreneur, I think is absolutely vital. We are our own income. We're Plus, not creating someone before, else's Before dream. we go any further, I know that there's a lot of you guys listening to the podcast. I don't think you realize that Maverick is a 250 pound giant behemoth. Like he's jacked as hell. So he's talking about self-care right now. And you guys need to listen because if this dude who is like the epitome of what, you know, a lean bodybuilder looks like is talking about this, go ahead. This is self-care is, is all encompassing. People think that self-care is a bubble bath and some cucumbers on your eyes. That's not what self-care really is. I mean, could, if that's your thing, could be, but self-care <laughs> is what are you doing for your mindset? How are you cultivating a winning mindset? How are you keeping yourself mentally healthy and positive? Look how negative our world is right now. Look at how negative the news is. Look how negative social media is. If you don't do something to combat that, it's going to infect you just like it would infect any of your clients. You have to do something every single day to set yourself up for success, be very clear on what it is you're going to accomplish and so that you can come through authentically and genuinely in your content because when you have that, which I'm getting now, like I have that now, you feel unstoppable because I get up every day. Here's what I do just real quick. It's not even that crazy. I get up, I make my coffee, I meditate on my patio right here. And I think about, you know, I get really clear on what it is I want to accomplish. I visualize it and what I'm going to do today to succeed and think about the long-term vision. Since I start my day that way, 
I win every single day because during that session, I always think it's some crazy, awesome stuff I could do. And you ask Sophie, I immediately walk off the patio and go upstairs. I'm like, hey, look at this, all the ideas I have. And she's like, just woke up. And she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, this is what we got to do. This is what we got to do. And I start every day like that. And so that way you set yourself up for, I mean, you talk a bit all, about this all the time. I got this. This is one of the things that you helped me realize is as an entrepreneur, you have to start every day positively and focus. Because if you don't, not only are you going to try to do a million things at once and hardly get anything done, but you're not going to be as effective with your content. It comes through in a live stream. How are you going to resonate with somebody if you've got a bunch of shit going on in mm -hmm. the background and it's coming, you know, you're not thinking clearly, you're not saying things that's going to resonate with them. People can read that. And so the more effective you are in your content, the more it's going to help you. And you'll, you can only be effective if you have some kind of everyday self-care regimen, take care of yourself. This whole, Brian Mark is the only person I know who can grind, 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 grind. And also like you can work 24 seven and still have energy to be creative. 99% of people can't. <laughs> That's why you're the goat. <laughs> like you can do, I know you do things in the morning, like take care of yourself and stuff like that, but you grind more than anybody I've ever seen. Like your energy is always there. I can't do that. I have to take weekends off and I have to take every morning to really like get clear on what I want to do. I have to have like two hours off screen every day or I won't have any creative energy to put towards my content. So that's why for me, it's, it's so important. I think everyone should have some kind of morning regimen that sets them up for success like that. Dude, that's so powerful. And I'm so grateful you shared that. It's literally the first week of the mastermind. We had our first class yesterday and I stressed to every single student. I'm like, I actually can't tell you how important the morning ritual is. Like, I'm going to try to express it with words in this 90 minutes that we have together. But like, I don't think I can physically communicate that like, if you do a morning ritual, it will change your life. But here's another mm -hmm. affirmation from another coach who's making $20,000 plus per month. Morning rituals are fucking everything. And 20,000 is just scraping the bottom. Like next year, we've got big goals. We got big goals next year. We got big um, goals. We got big goals. But yes, it's so profound that when you stop doing it, Denver agrees, obviously. It's so <laughs> profound. When you stop doing it, you just feel off. And it's not because you're actually off. It's because you're used to that higher caliber of operating. You're used to operating at that higher playing field. And when you don't do it, you're like, oh, this doesn't feel as good. It's like you turn your TV from an HD channel to an SD channel. It's just not the same. It's like having like a beat stray headphones and then going to the dollar store and buying shitty ass fucking dollar. That's literally what it is. Yeah. Like everything, you just get clear, you're confident, you're strong, you're, you know, you're certain, you know exactly what you need to be focusing on for the day. And then you take- You'll make the right decisions sooner. You'll faster, make the right decisions in your without, business without sooner. Without doubt. Look, yeah. without any doubt. And when you're on live streams, there's not this like voice in the back of your head that's like, I'm tired. I don't want to be here. I'm, you know, you know what I mean? It's like self-doubt that will come through in a live stream in a heartbeat. If you don't believe in what you're saying, it will come through. Mm -hmm. So good. I love it. And I needed to reiterate the fact that like you are a giant jacked human. And like, that's why I laughed when, uh -huh. well, I think that like people think personal care is like hippy dippy bullshit. I actually think that the reason people don't meditate is just like, I'm not going to close my eyes for 10 minutes. Like I'm jacked. Like I don't need to do that. Like, but it's like, if you're not in touch with yourself and like, this is like, Guys, I'm like super like masculine in the way that I go after my goal. Like we'll talk about masculine feminine energy for a second. Cause I think that like people almost view self-care as like a feminine trait. Like, oh, like cucumbers on your eyes, bro. And you need to take some relaxation. Like, <laughs> like let's grind, dude. Like that's, and those people like have that's, really shitty relationships. <laughs> I feel like that's the mindset though. Like that people think yeah. self-care is hippie bullshit. But like, I'm very masculine in the way that I approach my goals. Like if I want something, like you can't fucking stop me. But I'm also like, I take care of myself and I tune in to like how I'm feeling every single day and make sure that I'm in a good place so that I can crush those goals. So I think it was super important for people to know that like, you are like epitome of like masculine. 
And you're the dude that's also saying one of the top five secrets to making $200,000 a year is taking care of yourself every single day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ask Sophie. Every, if you walk down to my patio at you know 6 a.m. every day, I'm sitting out there with my eyes closed, meditating with my earbuds in. Just, like, that's, that's every single day. And I used to think the same thing. I used to think it was, it was hippie you know, bullshit. I used to think that only monks and monasteries did it. And then when I started seeing the payoff and the compound interest of having my thoughts collected and clear every single day, that's when I was like, okay, there's something to this. And the longer I did it, the more effective it got. And it makes you more present. It makes you able to separate work from personal life. It makes you able able to be more present with your loved ones. It makes you more present with your clients and it makes you a more effective coach. Mm -hmm. Dude, it's all about it. I love it so much. And that brings us to secret number five. We are on the fifth secret to making $200,000 a year. What is it, big boy? Mentorship, man. Mentorship. I think that it's something that if you want to sit here and try to, you know, if you want to scrape by and I mean, look at me, I wouldn't have changed my life if I hired you initially. And I had a lot of reservations. You know, I had a thousand dollars in my bank account and I was like, man, you know, half my bank account's about to go away. At least, you know, I'm about to be hooked up with a payment plan. I don't know if I can do this, blah, blah. And that decision changed my life. And that mentorship that you have provided and still provide for me, which is uncommon, for that mentorship that you have given me for that time, I, I would have had no direction. It's just an, it's an elevator to your success. Why would you sit and try to figure something out by yourself when you have someone who has proof of hundreds of people that they've helped do it and can fast track your success? I think choosing a mentor is, is the difficult part because there's a lot of people claiming to be coaches, but it's something that has been extremely helpful for me. And you also provide, like we talked about in the very beginning of this live, you know, a group of people who are like-minded. Mm. And when you surround yourself, like I've been a part of two of your masterminds and every single time my income is through the roof because it's, I'm competitive and the other people are competitive and we're all wanting to succeed. And when you're a part of that, it's, you really have no choice, but to succeed, adapt and succeed. I mean, it, it's truly a very, um, just powerful thing. Yeah. I think that one of the things that you said at the start of this live stream, which was hilarious. And I'm just one of my favorite quotes of the day is if you're in a room of geniuses with five geniuses, you become the sixth. And if you're in a room of six morons, you become the sixth. And unfortunately there are mentors. And I think a reason that a lot of people are afraid of hiring a mentor is because there's a lot of stories of people getting scammed. So like if you do hire the wrong person, you are at risk for that. But like, if you do hire the right person, you are at risk for being in a room full of people that are smart and hungry and have your best intentions in mind. And I think that for me, I also believe that mentorship is fucking important. Like I'm so blessed and grateful that there are so many people that look to me and trust me to be their mentor, but I'm also always looking for mentorship. Like I'm also always looking to learn more and like grow and expand my mind so that I have more to give and I have more to learn. And every new level that I go to, I seek out a new mentor because like, okay, great. I'm at like, you know, I'm at X, you know, per year and I want to 10X that. Well, I need to find somebody that's done that so that I can walk that path, right? So there's always- Here's the best way to explain this. If you have a nine to five job and your boss goes away for 30 days, are you more or less productive? Way less. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's not that you're a boss, but you're going to work harder when you have someone influencing you in a positive way mm -hmm. to produce. Mm. It's, uh, there's actually a law. I forget what law that is called, but there was a study done on that where they did a study where basically they had the factory workers like working. And then there was like a certain productivity level that they were all maintaining. And then they told the factory workers that they were installing cameras. And as soon as they told the factory, work, they already had cameras installed. But as soon as they told the factory workers they were installing cameras, their productivity levels went through the roof because they thought that they were being watched. And so it's just like, 
when you think that somebody's watching you, you're much more likely to be, I forget what study that was called, but it was super interesting. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. And someone like yourself who always brings energy is, is vexious in their attitude and the way that you just live your life authentically. I mean, it comes through. I mean, that is going to infect your clients. It's one of the biggest reasons why you're successful. I mean, you obviously mastered organic you know, growth as an online coach, but you also have mastered how to resonate with people. If nothing else, just do pure energy and positivity, man. I mean, you, you motivate every day. And when you're in people's faces like that every day, not only is it effective for your clients, it's effective for people who don't know who you are yet and see you come across their feed and they're like, oh, that guy looks happy and really, really good looking. And uh, <laughs> I think I'd like, like to work with you him. You motherfucker. <laughs> you motherfucker. You got me good. It caught me off guard. I'm like leaning in. I'm like, what's he gonna say? Bro. This is incredible. Fuck, this is so good. I was actually not expecting this to be an hour, but I didn't really script anything because I just wanted to kind of chat with you. And this worked yeah. out really well. I think we did good. Yeah. I, again, I appreciate you, man. It's been too long since we've, you know, been done something like this. So I, I appreciate your time and, and I appreciate the opportunity. I hope it hits home with a lot of people that are cautious about making decisions in their business or maybe hesitant to do that next step or unclear on whether or not they need to narrow their avatar. Dude, so if people want to come support you and, you know, follow you and find you, where do they find you? Maverick Willett on Instagram and, you know, Mav Willett on Facebook. I'll be starting the whole podcast thing soon. I'm just kind of getting that going just to have something else to do. But yeah, just check me out on Instagram, Maverick Willett. Bro, as soon as you start the podcast, this is just a side note, but as soon as you start the podcast, hit me up. I got you. <laughs> All right. Thank you. you. All right, guys. And I got you for it. anything you need. Oh, it's, yeah. I, I was going to say, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but guys, that's it. Map sticker out after this. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast, the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. That's it. That's all. I appreciate you guys, and I'll see you guys in the next episode.